comet. It's not a flyby anymore. It's heading right at us. Is this supposed to be that bright? It just changed course and accelerated again. The comet cannot change course. This one has. But it's not a comet. Massive, 100, 200 feet in diameter. have over 4,000 people that stepped out of a ball of light. Some of them have been gone 60 years. None of them have any memory of what happened to them. I think I just, I saw your brother. Sean? The Forgotten. It's 1979. They're dead, aren't they? She's eight years old, only she was born in 1938. The Forsaken. We need to isolate these people. They're not virus samples, they're human beings. The Forbidden. I was saying he killed someone just by thinking about it. I'm a different man. Who knows what the rest of them are capable of. What's up, y'all? Welcome back for another installment of the best 4400 review show around. Pretty much the only. Any others are imitators. Uh, I, <laughs> this is a light in the sky, the Carefree Black Nerd uh, 4400 review show. I'm your co-host, Rain Coleman, and I have with me today... You should already know who it is. Please let these people know who's on the mic with me today. I'm the co-host of this wonderful podcast, Robert Jeffrey, and uh, I'm just happy and excited to talk 4400. Hey, hey, same, same. For those <laughs> of you who've been listening since day one, I, I have been on a journey. I am, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm gonna say some things that y'all be like, "Nigga, what? That's really how you feel?" Nah. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. So what's how we doing? You know, we had episode eight, season three. Mm -hmm. How we feeling? Uh, it was, you know, uh, I think it was one of those filler episodes, uh, mm -hmm. which is actually pretty decent. You know, it, it's funny because we were so accustomed with when it's like science fiction or fantasy nowadays on TV. Mm -hmm. It's always like a larger story. It's a part of yeah. a larger story. And this one was outside of the stuff that happened with Isabel and Sean mm -hmm. was pretty um pretty much by itself. And I, and I kind of appreciated that, mm -hmm. you know, but so I, you know, I thought, I mean, initial thoughts, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like mm -hmm. spectacular, but I think it was just kind of a fun episode or a their yeah. episode. So, but yeah. it wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. I feel How about the same. yourself? I feel yeah. the same. Like it is a filler, but for some reason, let me see, I'm looking through the episodes. This yeah. filler feels so much better than like episode three. Like this felt like mm -hmm. a season one episode for me. It right. felt like a villain of the week. And then the ending yep. was actually, though still a regular, like capture the villain, it was like kind of sweet. Yeah. Still weird, but yeah. I, I, I honestly, I like this one. Mm -hmm. I had questions, but that's my 2021 brain looking at this older property. Stuff yeah. that don't necessarily need to be answered. I'm I'm just the comic nerd, but no, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, mm -hmm. and I I did guess the villain, but I guessed it right, like maybe a scene before it was revealed, because mm -hmm. I was just so into it, I wasn't even thinking like, oh, figure out who it is. It could possibly right. yeah, no, I, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, listeners, when you listen to this episode, use the hashtag AL4400. That's AL4400. Let us know your thoughts. What did you think of this episode? First general thoughts. And, um, yeah, tweet right along with us. <laughs> so, fam, okay, um, episode eight in season three, and this is uh, Blink, 
Tom and Diana are drugged with a hallucinogen, which was created from an oil secreted from the hands of a 4400. I did not. I don't. I don't read the uh, right descriptions <laughs> before I watch. I'm like, I don't want anything spoiled. That pretty much it spoiled the episode. <laughs> like, it spoiled everything. <laughs> everything. Oh yeah. Like, we got to give these people classes on how to uh, yeah put these synopses yeah. <laughs> synopsis whatever together. Um, yeah. I hadn't read it, so as you with you reading it just now, I'm like, that's the damn twist. Yes. <laughs> yes. The episode. Um. Okay, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, you ready? You want me to just jump right yeah, into it? On, okay, so we got the cold open, uh, which I actually enjoyed because I, I didn't know what the heck was going on. Uh, mm -hmm. Of this girl, this woman running up, they fly the stairs, and she's terrified. It seems she, she thinks somebody's, it looks as if somebody is chasing her. So mm -hmm. she gets to uh, the top of the, I guess, the, the door at the top on the roof, and she's, uh, I don't know if she's yelling at it at this point. She's saying Uncle Patrick, and then we find we see a we see a, a guy up here behind her. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the way that they set it up was to suggest that maybe he did come up the stairwell. But then there's this overhead shot where you see her talking, and there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. Like she is. Um, I don't want to say she she's like none up, but she is very she's like very afraid. Yeah. But it's obvious that she's not talking. I mean, she's not talking to anybody. And from their conversation, you know, from the dialogue, which I, yeah. I thought worked pretty well without saying exactly yes. what it was, yeah. um, it suggested that this was an uncle that um, he was a he was a child predator and mm -hmm. he he hurt her. You know, I do without yeah. going into detail. Mm -hmm. um, so she you know she goes to the edge of the um, edge of the building and i guess in the most ultimate form of getting away she mm. jumps off and it is a really like harsh stunt because they cut yes. away yes. like exactly before she hits that the roof of the car yes. yeah yeah so i mean that yes. that was that was that part so how, what were your thoughts on this part of the this uh opening? Me up every day yeah. like, i think they did a really good job because it wasn't until we got into the episode that I understood what was going on. Mm -hmm. Even when it looked like she was talking to herself, my mind went to, he's a 4400 and he's right. affecting her. It mm -hmm. didn't, of course, I wouldn't have known the twist unless I read right. it. Right. But I really thought it was him. And the thing is, neither one of them were probably 4400. Like, no. That's the thing. Yep. So, you know, so I, I thought this was perfect. And, mm -hmm. and even the suggestion, without being so graphic, mm -hmm. even the suggestion, even the way, like everything about this was good, but especially her jumping to her death. You said it because I looked at it and I was like, when she was when she jumped off, I was like, cool. When she was falling, I was like, cool. I was like, okay, she's going to land on the mat. But mm -hmm. the editing from two thousand, what two thousand three, whatever this was, they yeah. were superb because she. That woman in my mind, she really did. If I see this yeah. woman walking around Dallas, I'm acting a fool because she really <laughs> did. Uh uh. They cut that. Yeah. It was a really good cut. I, I, my notes, I said cool stunt. Mm -hmm. Even though it was like somebody committing suicide, but still. Yeah, right, right. Because, um, like you said, I was prepared for like them to do the whole cutaway, mm -hmm. you know, and just like, you know, we, I was like, oh, she hit a map, but the suggestion is, is that, you know, she hit the ground mm -hmm. or the car. But uh, so after that, we show Tom at home and just Tom, I felt sorry for him. I'm sorry. He's just yeah. so damn alone. He's yeah. like getting all this mail for Alana. Who's like living her best, well, worst life now because she's on the run. Mm -hmm. um, 
and as she has, he's getting the mail, a, a delivery guy ro rolls up and gives him a gift. Um, and I think Tom said, he asked, he's like, do you know what it is? He's like, no, I don't, I don't know about these things. And, yeah. He's I'm, I'm not a psychic. So, and it's a, it's uh, cookies and the, there's a card address from Diana. So, and the card says, don't eat these for dinner <laughs> or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice little touch, I guess. So they, he gets a call to, uh, from Intac to meet uh, Diana at a crime scene that the uh, the DEA mm -hmm. drug, drug enforcement agency is investigating, and you know they're really confused. He's like, "What's the connection to the forty four hundred and mm -hmm. you know, all that?" So as they're walking to the crime scene, uh, he thanks her for the cookies, and she says, "I was about to add, I was about to tell you the same thing, <laughs> you know, say the same thing to you." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "What are the chances of us both getting you know getting <coughs> cookies from?" somebody else, you know, yeah. uh, so, you know, now Spidey sense is tingling. And so what happens is the DEA agent, you know, uh, meets up with them and tells them that they've had a series of cases where there have been three suicides. This is the third one where people have been hallucinating mm. um, from this new drug that's been introduced, uh, I guess, to the streets called Blink. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, X-Men. Hello. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shout out to X-Men. Um, so, they the reason that he's called them in is because after analyzing the drug, there's a they're finding promyosin in there. So since mm -hmm. there's a promyosin connection, you know, which the 4400 are apparently like you know, that's in their bloodstreams and DNA yeah. now, mm -hmm. that there's this is the intact connection. So they he explains to them that this lady apparently started, she took the drug, started hallucinating. Her friend said that she started talking about seeing her uncle Patrick. And they, I think they actually talked to the friend who is at the crime scene in a, in a, in a blanket. blanket. I'm not used to that on law and order where, you know, you bring the friend to the crime scene or they're there yeah. and they're just wearing a blanket. I was just like, is this a, is this something they do in Seattle? I was like, was there a fire? <laughs> nothing. Like, nothing. Right. So she, um, she says that this uh, drug dealer gave, um, they bought the drugs from this guy who hangs out at a park named Greg. And uh, it's, you know, they, it's, it's just something new that's been introduced to the streets. And then as Tom and Diana are walking away after, you know, talking with her and telling the DA agent, well, you know, we'll, we'll take it from here or we'll, we'll follow up. Uh, Tom is crossing the street and he sees his dad um, played by Brian Dennehy, which mm. was, for me, I forgot that he was in this, uh, and I and I like Brian Dennehy and most of, and a lot of the stuff that he he, he was in back in the day. Um, but his dad is dead <laughs> in a few years, so that's the big, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of the big twist because he tells um, he tells Diana he's like, "Hasn't your dad been dead for so and so?" And then I think at that point, that's when they cut to the uh, to the credits, you know, to the credits or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. any well, any thoughts on that? crime scene and this was perfect this yeah. is perfect like everything from that woman running from her uncle to mm -hmm. uh tom getting biting that cookie and then they'll go to the to the crime scene this was perfect like i don't yeah we praise those like two-part episodes and the big action episodes mm -hmm. but i feel like whoever did this definitely was like in their writer's bag because yeah. even if you don't think the story is good, you can't deny the way in which stuff was laid out was mm -hmm. very 
even if you want to say predictable, because I was just so into it, I wasn't thinking like that. But mm-hmm. even if you want to say predictable, I think it was a really, really good beat for beat. This happened, this happened. So little stuff that doesn't even seem to matter, like the cookies, tie mm-hmm. back in the dish. Like I, huh. and then even seeing his daddy, because I didn't, I didn't know if he mentioned that in any of the previous seasons. But I know his dad was a cop. Like I remember right. him saying that. Yeah. Um, but either way, I was like, "Oh, okay." So this uh, white version of Billy D. Williams is your because <laughs> they favor you know, a little bit. I, you know, I don't know, but I was like, "Okay, okay." These two white men look nothing alike. No, I mean, no. <laughs> this white man look nothing alike. I was like, "This is not your dad." No, he don't maybe. even look like Kyle. Like, right. no. I mean, maybe if they brought his mom in. <laughs> you better be of color or like <laughs> Italian. Because like, these motherfuckers yeah. look, yeah, they don't look. But either way, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that that opening. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we um, we got back to Tom and Diana, and I'm sorry, this is just kind of weird. Diana starts. Tom is like, I saw my dad. I saw my dad, and she was like, mm-hmm. You just been stressed, and I was just like, <laughs> Okay, Bro. you live it like you like you always say. If you live in a world yep. where people can jump over buildings, come on, and, and capture, you know, hold planets in their hands, come on, you know, we gotta let's dig a little bit deeper into what's going on instead of just saying you've been stressed out. I, if I get to the point where I'm stressed out, where I'm imagining people walking around, and he has not, he's not there, yeah, <laughs> so, at all. Like I've never, I've not, no, you can't, no, yeah, you can't. Nobody that no. <laughs> so nobody. she, um, so as they're driving to back to Intact, uh, she at least knows enough to say like maybe we should. Well, no, she only says this after he's like, now I see my dad in the back seat mm-hmm. because he starts having a conversation with him, and you get the sense that their relationship is a bit fractured, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. starting with this this backseat conversation. Conversation. Mm-hmm. So then that's when Diana's like, okay, let's head to Intech Medical and see what's happening because mm-hmm. now he's not on the street. He's, he's riding along in the car. Yeah. Um, any, it, what were you, any thoughts on like the first interaction between him and his dad or? It, no, I liked it all. I thought everything was good. I was just pissed at Diana because again, <laughs> your daughter can see the future. Right. The daughter who lives your 10 year old in your house. Mm-hmm. Like the woman we just sent away to go on the run can create <laughs> Yeah. Physical manifestations of imaginary places. Mm-hmm. In addition, the black man we sent off with her can like read minds. Like I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? You're just. I was really pissed at that. I, I I get I get having her say that, but I don't get it because like I, yeah, like there's. Not, I mean, I, I love that you said you get it, but you don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's kind of confusing, especially with her. You can't science everything. I mean, well, no, you yeah. can possibly you can science this. Because it was a drug. <laughs> it was a drug. Yeah, that and it, you know, and that's right. So the right. one thing that's actually like things we deal with before yes. pre-4400 yeah. is the thing that you're like, nah, you tripping. <laughs> like, sis, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, it was, no, yeah. it was I, weird. What were you about to say? <laughs> no, no, I liked it. I liked it because I, mm-hmm. I, I think this episode did really well because I always try to think about the time period in which it was uh, written. Mm-hmm. And think about the effects that are available. And when you do a mind type of effect, it's always just budget friendly versus like hours and shit. So Mm -hmm. 
even with them driving in the car, like I'm sure they did that same scene two or three times, one with him in the car and one without and just splice right. it together. But that, I think that that really aided this episode at being so good because it was low stakes as far as um, like budget with special effects was concerned. Like the right. biggest special effects was like the scene with Isabel in the bed later, I think. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Again, I got thoughts about that. Um, no, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. So then right after that, we see um, <laughs> Chasey and <laughs> – no, let me stop. Um, okay. <laughs> we got <laughs> Beyonce, no. Sean and no. Isabel. Yeah. Um, Sean, they just finished, you know, having sex. Uh, everybody – and very sweaty. Um, everybody, I guess that's just like how you represent sex. You just like on PG, on like mm. a PG 13 show, but yeah. um, Sean doesn't want to have he, he just gets the sense that he doesn't want to have anything to do with her anymore. Mm-hmm. And Isabel is very persistent, but she 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 asked him if things are still the same, mm-hmm. and he's just like, No, he's like, mm-hmm. No, they're not. Yeah. You know, we've been through some stuff. I mean, it's like a very shortened version of what he says. Mm-hmm. So her response, because apparently she's been reading books <laughs> as usual, uh, is that, well, since we're going through these changes, now we need to get married. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It sounds like some Isabel type of logic. I mean, I, you know, they bring her forward and I think sometimes take her back, mm-hmm. um, which is weird, which is yeah. weird. But um, so then right after that, we have Tom at Intac, and the doctor is basically is explaining that he seems okay right now, but they can't really. She doesn't see uh, any immediate effects from mm-hmm. you know from the cookies or the drugs, mm-hmm. and Jarvis, you know, I guess one of the few scenes that she's in, mm-hmm. uh, says you know, decides to send them both on medical leave, which I think I love Diana's reaction. She's like, I haven't seen anything. (laughs) Um, She's like, I still want to work and make my money. Uh, But she, she tells them that they'll both be driven or driven home by one of the agents. I think his Mm. name is Garrity. Um, So between Sean and Isabel and this scene, any thoughts? I like the way in which they um, discussed the drug, because she was like, your your blood work is clear, you seem fine, like your blood mm-hmm. pressure was low, whatever. Yeah. But then she was like, but we also, Blink is a new drug, so we don't really know how to test for that. Right. And I like, even though this is science fiction, I do, that felt so real. Mm-hmm. You, know, like, you know, we grounded in a little bit of reality. Um, yeah, Diana, I get that you want to work, but like, medical, you, like, relax? Like, you ate those cookies too. I'm like, I would... I would definitely be like, well, let's quarantine together, you right. know. So when you have a vision, I have. We can, you know, we know we're mm-hmm. real. Oh, I, I liked it though. I did again. Even up to this point, I think they're doing a stellar job with the pacing, even with mm-hmm. the Isabel Sean stuff. I think everything they're just hitting beats yeah. really good. So this was a damn good episode so far, man. Right. So we um we have Sean and Isabel and Richard now, and they. Richard and Sean are sitting on one side telling Isabel that you're not getting married. Richard, yeah. for you know, he, he puts his foot down. He's acting hmm. like the dad, hmm. you know, and he's just like, we're not, you know, this is not what we're going to do because Sean doesn't want to get married to you. And he basically says straight up in this conversation, I don't love you. <laughs> Sean says yeah. that. 
to Isabel, which I was just like, look at him getting his confidence back. Right. Okay. <laughs> and, and then Isabel, the the power the power dynamics of how this whole thing works is that you see the two of them sitting on one side, and then Isabel stands up and is giving yeah. her kind of dialogue and you know refuting what they're saying and she and she's and she sounds like she's trying to make sense of this mm -hmm. um telling them like you know this is why it's going to work yep. and, she, and then she sits right in front of them very like very closely mm -hmm. and i think she even doesn't she even put her hand on sean's leg or on her and his hand both right so it's like she is she's like she's gotten closer she's closed a gap of space between them mm -hmm. and then she leans over and touches like in a restraining fashion, mm -hmm. um, and which I was one of the reasons why I kind of went back and forth with her because I think at this point they've committed to the fact that she is she's a little off, mm -hmm. and this is like her rationale is not the best. Mm -hmm. So if they're going to do it, they're going to do it in such a way that you kind of understand, yeah. you know, what the um, you know where who she is and what she's doing. Yeah. Um, how, what, were, what were your thoughts about her? I loved it, actually. I yeah. really like this scene. I think that mm -hmm. even though they don't know what the hell they're doing with her, because <laughs> and it, and it didn't make a lot of sense to me until like towards the end when she started giving her explanation, because like, oh, yeah, that's right. She feels yep. like blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. But all in all, I think this scene was so good, and I really like it because this is something you would ordinarily get with the genders reversed. Richard and um, yeah. Sean would would have been women, and she would have been Isabel would have been a man. And so having her, this petite girl, stand up, and even the way they shot it, like when she stood mm -hmm. up, that was very much like I'm looking. Y'all are small. Yeah, yeah. Mahershala Ali <laughs> is a tall man. He is tall and skinny. He mm -hmm. looked like a fucking kid. So I love that her, even through her trying to work this out, she doesn't raise her voice. Mm -hmm. She still sounds very bubbly and sweet. She. Yeah. You know, however they decide to write her, she still consistently feels like I am this innocent character with this like evil undertone. But I love that she was the most dominant in that scene. It's like you, my dad, and you, my forced indentured lover. <laughs> and she was sitting like we could think of it as an arranged marriage. Right. Like, <laughs> Work with her, or y'all gonna die. <laughs> like, and she, well, she said, like she said, the whole world gonna die if we don't get these nuptials. Hey, hey, I just think she's not explaining enough. I mean, but I, 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 I give her a pass because they're not sure if she's four or twenty-four. But right. like, just give the full explanation right. so that it can make sense to us, like. So she, um, after leaving them scared, uh, <laughs> go back to Tom right. and Diana. Um, so Diana, you know, they drop him, drop her off, or drop him off, uh, Garrity and Diana. And Diana even offers, is like to, you know, hey, do you want me to, you know, hang out with you? And he says, no, you know, I'll, you know, I, I guess I'll, whatever he says, deal with it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he goes inside of his house, which wasn't the same house from the first season. I mean, I'm sticking to that. Um, but Diana starts. She sees a um, this guy named Josh, who she was engaged to. I think she said like 11 years ago. 11 years ago, yeah. Yeah, 11 years ago. And they're having a full-blown conversation. And uh, he's, you know, hanging out. At first, you know, the suggestion is is that he is just, you know, there. He's hanging out in the back of the SUV that she drove mm -hmm. there, rode there in. And in his case, he's not dead. So that's something that I guess we don't get. It doesn't. It's not revealed until later. But mm -hmm. as she's having this conversation, uh, we see Garrity walk up. 
and say, hey, is everything okay or something? And because from his perspective, she was talking to herself. Right. So right. this is this is her vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, side note about Garrity, because I'm doing this like first time watch of Stargate mm-hmm. uh, Atlantis. He is he's a character in that show. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's not a regular ongoing character, but he's a He's one of the soldiers who pops up like every other episode. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, he was he was up in Canada again at work. Hey, I'm with <laughs> so, it. I'm with it. But um, so after that, we have Diana talking with Marco, mm-hmm. and this is when Diana explains who um, Joseph, uh, Josh, Josh yeah. is, and she she you know she talks about the engagement, how. It was ugly. It was just kind of a you know turned into an ugly relationship, and I think he was the one that cut the marriage off, right? She um, was. She, she wasn't okay. So she's she, she cut, yeah she she um, cut the engagement off, and Marco. My first note about his reaction is like I need Marco to get out of his feelings. Man, say um, <laughs> exactly because I don't know how deep y'all are into that relationship yet mm-hmm. between the two of them, but his reaction was such that it was just like. I mean, she's telling you now, and she's telling you because now she's seeing a damn ghost. Yeah. And my my initial reaction is like, if somebody comes to me, it's like, yo, I'm seeing a full body, not apparition, but like, mm-hmm. I can see this person. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my my reaction is not to go, mm-hmm. you know, me and my feelings about this shit. <laughs> um, what were you, what were you, how were you feeling about what, this? Michael, he's dumb. Like this nigga is stupid. Because again, even if like, especially with the mirror. Okay, so I'm of two minds. But mm-hmm. I get him being like, well, damn, you never told me you was married. But also, you never asked. And if we're getting to know each other, mm-hmm. yeah, she could say, well, you know, 11 years ago, I was engaged to be married. But, like, you could also be like, you know, with something I don't know about you. It feels like they mm-hmm. never had that conversation. But this motherfucker would be like, oh, I shouldn't be scared of a hallucination. But I'm like, her mental health is at stake. Like, you worried about, <laughs> I don't give a damn. Like, you know this nigga ain't real. Like, so yeah. see him all you want. And I think even if your first thought is, damn, you know, she going to stop fucking with me, you still shouldn't vocalize that. It should come after, mm-hmm. maybe after she's cured. And be like, yeah. hey, you know, I have some questions. I don't want to upset you, but now that this nigga gone, right. you know, do I have to worry that you're going back? To, you know what I'm saying? But, like, Marco, fuck <laughs> he's him. A, he's <laughs> a weird one. Um, in certain, in certain circumstances... I what'd you say? Yeah, loser. <laughs> a loser. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was a weird. Uh, but this it was it was a weird reaction. But you know, this is like said the big reveal of mm-hmm. um, something from her history. So yeah. right after that, we we go back to Tom eating by himself, like I said, which is sad. And his uh, his dad pops up, and you know, and, and once again, you can tell that the relationship between the two of them is strained and you know, his dad suggests that he should move because he's like, now Lana's gone and Kyle's not here and you got this big place. And, and I'm like, I love the fact that his, <laughs> this guy is mm-hmm. like, not just showing up to say, we need to talk about yeah. serious shit. He's like, you need to move because you got yes. too much damn room yeah. Yeah. in your house. And I think what they're suggesting is that this is how his real actual father probably would have reacted, Mm -hmm. you know, based on his experience. And I love that part of it, but also because I like Brian Dennehy um, Mm -hmm. as an actor. I think he, and this was pretty cool. Like he just shows up for this one episode and then he's gone. You know, he likes it for be like a, that takes me back to like, what was it? The, um, the lady who played, um, 
the older Lily. Like when mm -hmm. we realized that that was like, what was it, Tippy Hepburn yeah. you know, from like Alfred Hitchcock? I was like, shit, they're bringing in yeah. like big, big actors, at least for whatever time, you know, for their time. Yeah. But um, that's in these conversations, I, I really enjoy. Um, but he, the, the big thing that you get from this is that he wasn't a good dad. Mm -hmm. um, Tom talks about how he pushed him away. He wanted to push him away from going into law enforcement, especially when, you know, when he joined the FBI mm -hmm. and I don't know, we don't, yeah, we don't get really into what the, you know, the reasoning for that until later on, but he was not the best. He was, he was kind of yeah. abusive. Um, and he just wasn't a good dad. And, you know, it is weird because like looking at the father, he's just like, I can't deny it. I mean, yeah. I'm not, you know, I was like, I'm, and that's one of the things I appreciated. Like he's not actively making excuses, but yeah. um, what I thought was funny was Tom was like, I'm leaving my house. And then the dad was like, well, I mean, I'm rolling with you wherever you want to go. Right, right, right. So Tom was like, okay, well, I'm going out to investigate these crimes. So I just need you to, be quiet and his dad says like it's gonna be fun <laughs> being mm -hmm. back on a case again. Yeah. So I don't know. We're like, what were your thoughts about that? I, I loved it. Every scene mm -hmm. his dad was in, I loved. Even and, but the one thing that had me kind of shook was I didn't know if one, this is your conscience just projecting onto this person, or if because of the forty four hundred power, this is actually manifestations like from thoughts and speaking patterns of mm -hmm. that person through your because it's one thing to say you're i, I manifest my dad because mm -hmm. of the way i saw him as a kid and now we're arguing with my kid knowledge it's another thing that this power takes all the shit i know about my dad and makes him actually real so right. i was like oh and, and that's not really even a distinction you need to enjoy the episode mm -hmm. but that's something i was thinking throughout because i was like if josh is not really dead and we're getting this version of josh because we get the updated version but if we're getting mm -hmm. this version from her memories then is it staying the reason that this is the real father but yeah so long story short i, I like this yeah. <laughs> scene but i was like oh i wonder how this is defined you right. know because shit. Yeah, it was, and I think it was one of the things that stands out about the episode as a whole um, is that I think this is a really good kind of character building yep. for for each, you know, Tom and Diana, and this kind of this speaks to that in a large way, uh, even to the point where I started, and I'm not saying my dad was on this guy's <laughs> like he was nowhere near this, dude, but I started thinking about like you know, my dad, if he yeah. popped up in these circumstances and the conversations, I mean, we butted head from time to time. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, what those conversations might have been like, it was mm -hmm. actually a little emotional. I'm yeah. just being real watching yeah. this. And so it was just like, yeah, I was like, ah, I got to pause it. So anyways, mm -hmm. but <laughs> so then after that, we had, um, we go back to Diana and Josh. And my first question before this happened was like, where's Maya? Right. Um for her for Diana to have her night by herself. Yeah. Uh, so Diana is talking to um Josh pops back up and Diana says like she's just going to ignore him. And he he still he's still very insistent. He's talking to her, you know, talking about their relationship and and she responds, um he she says that she she feels that she doesn't have any issues that they need to talk about and 
she says it so loudly mm. uh, because now she is talking to him and she's upset that mm. my, now Maya pops up from behind <laughs> from her from her room and says, mm. "Hey, he's like, are you okay? I, you know, I hear you talking." Da, 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 da. Um, so that was so. Now we see on the same night the the visions are getting to each of them. So yes, but I um, that is stupid. I'm sick of her. <laughs> And also, Maya's dumb. How in the hell your power's not working now? You couldn't see this coming? <laughs> like, it, it would have made more sense that they were like, you know, Maya went off on a retreat. So this is, you know, a perfect mm -hmm. time if I'm going to have this issue. Because, like, I wouldn't feel safe being in the, in the home with my child if I know I'm about to start hallucinating. Because right. I don't know if this thing is going to be able to physically hurt me. I don't want to be talking crazy, and my kid is like, "Ooh, what the fuck?" So <laughs> I don't think Maya should have been in this episode. I, this it would have been, yeah. I mean, it would have been uh, a good for them because she bar she's barely in it. Like mm -hmm. she literally, they brought her onto set for like that one scene, yeah, and then she just like she wasn't there. Um, so then, right after that, Tom and Diana are they're just because now they can't go to work <laughs> they're just hanging out or they meet up and the thing i love is like tom's reaction to now that diana's talking telling him about josh he says oh you were engaged and then she says why does everyone have an issue with that mm -hmm. and then she was engaged but um they decide at that point to go ahead and just investigate, you know, do the investigation themselves, because I'll just go ahead and say this now, because nobody at Intact was doing it. So... I'm like, I'm at the point where I don't think anybody at Intact can do anything yeah. aside from the two of them, because yeah. there, was any, there wasn't even any suggestion that they had handed the case off to somebody else. Yes, yes. Um, I would have been, like... Like good with the scene with if Garrity had said, you know, I'll take over. Mm -hmm. I got this after I drop you both off. I mean, I could have accepted that. Okay, so at that point, these they are just a, they're just ahead of the game because they're so yeah. good. They're so yeah. good. But yeah. there was no suggestion at all that nobody took even, over this case. Even after they got caught, like <laughs> what's her name, Jarvis? She Jarvis. Was like, Damn it, y'all! You know we have Smith on the case, and you just <laughs> took it from him. I was like, God damn. She knew they wasn't going to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> we get you joining sweets. Girl, hey, these niggas ain't, this is the only, they the hardest working motherfuckers at Intech. In Intech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they was like, like I, I think they literally just like dropped the case and said, just wait for them to get, get better. better. Yeah. <laughs> to handle this shit. Meanwhile, three people are dead. Like, Lady just done a swan dive off the roof, and they're just like, shit, nobody can handle it except the uh, chorus and Baldwin. It's the but, Seattle. You know, <laughs> fuck them, bro. Yeah, that was, that was uh, I had an issue with that. So, right. the, so now we got Sean, Devin. Sean, Sean is at work, and then Devin, the assistant, who they have not given any like lies. prominence to. She got no lies. No, like I was like, it's just weird that they've kept her around, and she don't do nothing except say two lines, and then she leaves. Especially hey. after like the important episode that she had. Um, I mean, I, I know she was happy for the work, but um, so Sean gets a call because apparently now the engagement is a thing. They, you know, people know about it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And she says one of the people that is on hold to talk to him about it is his mom. And then, you know, 
<laughs> so Sean gets the phone and then he starts saying like, oh, mom, yeah, I'm getting, you know, well, not, not that I'm getting married. He's like, yeah, you know, I was going to talk to you about it. And then he's like, he, she's like, he says, what? Okay, I'm coming right now. So she, he goes to his mom's house and get, <laughs> his mom is chilling on the back porch with Isabel. Mm -hmm. uh, dressed to impress, and they're mm -hmm. just. And she said something like, "Oh, I looked at your pictures," or she she talked to me about you know whatever. Like she getting in with the family, and yeah. then um, Sean is trying to be all proper with it. He's mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, we have to go. We have a prior engagement." And Isabel is act. She she keeps saying, um, "She says you're embarrassing us or whatever." Be a rude. Be rude. And then Sean is like, "We got to leave." <laughs> just so it's just an awkward ass scene. Um, what were your thoughts? I loved it. I loved it. And one thing I picked up on, I say I, I I have to go back. And actually, I know I don't even think I need to. When they left, she looked at his mom and said, "It was good to see you again." She's never met this woman. So how many times have you been? And that's why I was like, why he didn't yeah. catch that? Because either the actress slipped up and said again, yeah. or y'all was hinting towards something bigger. But I took that as You've been spending time with this woman. You've been seeing her, yeah. um, but I loved it. I loved every part because she she feels like, and I can't put my finger on it. It's something kind of like Get Out, but not really. She feels like like Stepford Wifeish. Like mm -hmm. there's something about her acting, Isabel's acting, that's yeah. really doing it for me. Um, because I feel like because I know the extent of her. Well. I said that. That's a lie. Because I know that she's written to be extremely powerful, right? Even more so than him. And she's still forcing this marriage and like forcing herself into your life. It feels, um, what's a good word? It doesn't feel. <sighs> she could easily just kill you. She could kill yeah. anybody. But the fact that yeah. she's going to these lengths to even though she know you don't love her still to like on paper, make all this shit right. It's like, I don't know. I really enjoyed this and I enjoyed her. And the more we talked through it, I think I really liked her this episode. Yeah. Um, so from that crazy scene, we go to Diana and Josh, uh, because at this point, <sighs> Tom and Diana have gone their separate ways to, mm -hmm. you know, for their parts of the investigation. So Diana, um, <clears throat> is in the back of a taxi. You know, um, kids, those were things that we had before Uber. Right. Um, <laughs> actually, if you go to New York City, they still got them. Mm. Um, but anyway, so she's in the back of a taxi uh, talking with Josh. Um, Josh actually apologizes mm -hmm. about, you know, the guy that he was. But, then, <laughs> but within the same sentence, or at least right after that, he then places him at the center. He places himself at the center of everything, mm -hmm. which I was like, you know, dude, this guy was an asshole. Yeah. So, and with as this conversation is going on, uh, the taxi driver hears her and she's she's like, I'm, you know, I'm not talking to you. And I think she shuts. <laughs> there's a partition or something mm -hmm. so that she can continue to talk to herself. I but hate um, I hate <clears throat> she was yeah. so loud. Like the actress right. was loud, and I was like, yeah. "Why didn't you just put a cell phone?" Like I didn't feel like they did enough to make these people not look crazy. Because why <laughs> didn't you just put a cell phone to your ear? She was shouting. She was yeah. like very loud. Like, "No, Josh, 
I cannot believe you. You, <laughs> you, you are in the taxi. What are you doing? So, you know, I didn't. Doing too much. Um, so then we, she is actually going to visit the delivery guy who delivered the, you know, both of the, the cookies to each, you know, to her and Tom. And he doesn't really give her much uh, outside of an address of where he met the, uh, he, I guess, took the order from. That's yeah. what she took the order from. So then we cut over to Tom, you know, talking with his dad and he, they're at the park. Uh, looking for the dealer that the the friend of the third suicide victim, uh, the one with the blanket, blanket lady. No. <laughs> so, because yeah. she told him that there was, you know, the drug dealer hung out at so and so park and wore a Letterman jacket. Uh, so, high, you know, school. She, she high school, high school, high school Letterman <laughs> jacket. <laughs> okay, girl. He's yeah. like, and so they're looking for this guy and. The funny thing is, I love how his dad is just like, yeah, they're just doing the shit out of the open, huh? It's mm -hmm. a different time. So, you know what it reminded me of? This is the most extreme version of that. Oh, you remember man. that um, <clears throat> in New Jack City, they had the um, the terrace, and then like in the middle, I can't remember what they called the area, but it was just like where all the crack fiends and the drug dealers were just yeah. dealing. And mm -hmm. it just made, and I'm, and I know that Things get bad, but they look they made that look like like the tenth circle of hell <laughs> in New Jack City. Um that's actually always one of my favorite parts of that. Uh when oh, you know when, when Chris when Chris well no when Chris Rock no not that part. Oh when Chris, <laughs> when Chris Rock is giving that whole breakdown of what the yeah. what the whole system is like. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want no, I no, I'm not a fan <laughs> of like <laughs> the crack hell, the crack hell that is um Yo. New York City. No, that's oh, not yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going for, but the whole breakdown. But anyways, but yeah, these guys are just like in a part just dealing and you know, the cop is like, you know, it wasn't like this back in the day. And Tom's like, oh, you shut the fuck up. Anyways, but um, he, one of the things that he says to me, he's like, you aren't even alive. And, you know, it's like, he's still messing with him. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing was, this is when his father starts talking about, I was dealing with a lot of ish on the job. And, I, tell, I always tell, I'm like, that is one reason why I would never consider going into law enforcement Dang. because um, it's a lot of BS associated with it. But then, you know, but then there's it, it F's with you. Like, you know, yeah. I'm like one call, you're going to pick up a crackhead who has, who just shit on himself. And then the other one, like you ducking and dodging bullets mm -hmm. and, I'm like, that's not that ain't my life. <laughs> so, yeah. but that's what, and it, and he doesn't use it as an excuse. He's just right. like, this is what I was dealing with. And, mm -hmm. and I brought that home and I, you know, and I, I was wrong for that. So, and he, he says, you get burned out dealing with this. And Tom is just like, you know, he's, you know, just listening. So mm -hmm. it seems like their animosity is kind of, not lowering to the point where Tom is ready to let it go. It's like yeah. he's working the stuff out in his head. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. and then they, they see the drug dealer, um, and then Tom chases him down. He abuses him like a vigilante. Yeah, and he's like, where's the, you know, what, who's your dealer? Who's your supplier? Yeah. And all that. And the guy's like, I, he's like, I ain't snitching or some bullshit. <laughs> and, and then that, that's that. So any, any 
any thoughts about like the conversation as far as you know with him and his dad? Well, I did like that, and I liked that the dad was like, "It's not, I'm not, it's not an excuse. I'm giving you my reasons. Like you're right. clearly you're looking for something. Like, you brought me here, right. um, so I did enjoy that, and I liked him. And I really wish he would show up more. But if he never shows up again, this yeah. was a perfect way. Like Forty One Hundred is a good show, but sometimes they have damn good episodes. Yeah, and like this one, and you know the being taught the Tom Baldwin. Uh, Alana shit was really good, but even outside of the context of this show, like if you show this episode to somebody who's never even heard of 4400, I think mm-hmm. this one would be really good. I mean, they would probably be looking for like his dad in other episodes, but yeah. I think this one is a really good one to sink your teeth in. Like, this mm-hmm. is what it's about. Um, I like that the drug dealer mentioned to Tom, like. Take me in and do whatever the fuck you want, but like they don't even know how to test for blink yet. So yeah, yeah you can rough me right. up, but yeah, you know, you ain't gonna get shit. And what's it? It. well the other thing, and then he mentioned that the and I was like, is this true? He's like he said <laughs> this isn't even it's uh, the, the feds haven't even made it illegal yet. Is that yeah, he says something like to, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. he says something to that effect, and I was yeah. like well, shit, Letterman Jack had been doing his homework. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, so he, after he hems him up, we um, go over to Tom and actually it's Tom, Diana, and Jarvis. Mm-hmm. And so Tom and Diana, they, they're called in, they're actually called into Intec. And Jarvis has brought in a 4400 named Naomi. I forgot her last name. Um, and actually, I think I have it right here. Naomi Bonderman. And mm-hmm. I, I don't have a, an abduction date, but. Um, uh, February 2nd, 1992. Okay. So she's 90s. So, so she explains that her ability produces way, way back when, uh, when she was brought back, uh, she found out, she saw her hands, she thought her hands were sweating, and she realized that they were producing a type of oil. Um, so she transferred the ability to when she touched, uh, she realized that when she touched her, I think it was her sister first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. It was her. She, okay, so she was dealing with it first. Mm-hmm. She had to, so she, um, her sister who had passed away 30 years uh, ago. Yeah, many years ago. And they talked some stuff out and resolved it. So that was, that was, that was her first time. Kind of realizing what her you know, that she had actually she could she could do this, and so then the next time was when she shook the hand or touched her mailman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing happened to him. So, um, <clears throat> what she explained was that she also so that's when she explained what her abilities were, and is, and that normally what happens is whoever um, gets you know touches her hands because she's wearing gloves now. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a person will appear, you know, from their consciousness and they just spend some days dealing with some shit. <laughs> you know, that's exactly yeah. it. And I love that. Like, it's just the whole thing of <laughs> we got to talk this out. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, like, it's just, it's a crazy form of like therapy, but it's just like, you know, we just got to, we got to talk it out. So what she explains, <laughs> and I know what it tastes of fried chicken that she was cooking. Yo, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like as soon as she described it, I was like, "Damn, I want some Popeyes." <laughs> so she, um, she, she was like, she has a her- herb garden in the back of her house, and she invited a bunch of family over to the house. 
and had cooked some fried chicken using some of those herbs. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that got me. She was like, she's using freshly grown herbs from her backyard mm -hmm. for this chicken. And I was just like, that sounds tasty. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so what she did was she cooked this fried chicken and everybody ate it. And she was like, we had an interesting night because everybody started like seeing yeah. stuff. So after the night after, maybe a couple of nights after, somebody came and stole all of the herbs from her garden. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when she realized that, you know, something was amiss. Mm -hmm. And uh, but then she said she heard about, you know, the deaths and realized like what she <clears throat> she, she put two and two together and got four yeah. and came into intact. And uh, the, what she says is the more you ignore them, the longer they will stay. Yeah. You know, for the for the so this is basically the their the big you know reveal of what what's actually happening. Yeah, what the connection is. So, what were you, what were your thoughts about now? What her abilities it. are? Yeah. I loved it because it wasn't some big evil villain. It was like yeah. an accident that a grandma made. Yeah, you know, an unfortunate yeah. one at that. So, I really liked that. But yeah. the one thing I kept thinking was, okay, what happens? Let's say I eat a cookie and I deal with, you know, my bullies from high school. Then mm -hmm. I eat a cookie and I deal with, like, all the people I dated that, like, scarred me in my 20s. Then mm -hmm. what will happen if I eat another cookie and then, like, maybe me and my parents have some unresolved issues? Like, what happens when you get to no more people? Like, I would what? think <laughs> if my thing at a certain point would be, like, stop eating cookies. No, yeah. then, or, or go see a therapist. <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's. I like that there are limitations to her abilities. First of all, it's only going to stay in your system for as long as you decide to not confront what's yeah. happening with you. Unfortunately, in the case of the people who killed themselves, they their traumas know. were that harsh yeah. that, and they didn't know what was going on. That's the other right. thing. So mm -hmm. if she had just had a, if she had had a sit down, and I hate to say this, with a child predator, um, I, it would have been one of those situations where I mm -hmm. wish that she had had somebody there to help her through it. Yeah, and she, could, and she could have had that conversation because remember the blanket girl, the blanket woman says mm -hmm. that her uncle wasn't supposed to get out for another 12 years. So imagine if after 12 years mm -hmm. he came out, tried to still look her up, she would have had a chance to deal with that. The mm -hmm. you know, at least the, the younger version of her uncle, yeah. he did what he did to her, and she would have hopefully have been in a better place to kind of deal with him Absolutely. Um, deal with that whole situation or the traumas that she suffered. Mm -hmm. So I like the fact that, that <laughs> it was like, he says, if you ignore them mm -hmm. and if you think about it, that's kind of how these things work. If you ignore yeah. the stuff that you need to deal with, it's going to keep coming at you. It's it actually works. shit. This, that makes me appreciate this shit even more. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, like now I'm I'm thinking about some shit I need to deal with. But hey. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so right after that, we have, um, I think Tom and Diana once again they hit the road, but then we go to Sean and Isabel. Uh, I just say Sean is done. Um, and Isabel, he's he's trying in like no uncertain terms to just end this. And Isabel says essentially, like if I lose you. I'll make the wrong choice. Yeah. And that's when she's bringing up the whole. Well, hold up. Now, yeah. what pissed me off in this scene. Mm -hmm. I loved everything about it. I feel like she did a good job. Like, nigga, if we ain't together, I don't know. I can't be responsible for what I do. But she said, we are the most powerful people on this planet, beings on this planet. Who else would we be with? Like, who else would I be with? Sean has never been that powerful to me. Like, he has, he is strong, but like, mm -hmm. If we, in terms of Marvel, 
Isabel is Omega level. I don't see him that like as many power as many times as his powers has backfired on him mm -hmm. or somebody else like um homeboy from the warehouse is able to yeah. get in his head and mess with this. I don't I I don't see him. I know the show wants him to be. Yeah. But to me, he's not her equal. I think um it's um part of this is this is her first love. Mm -hmm. And when you you're so like so caught up in the rapture, shout out to you, <laughs> Baker. Um, so when you're so caught up in all that, you're just like, this is the one. They're the best. They're the wonderful. La 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 la, yeah. and all this shit. And you don't realize there's billions of other people out here. Now, mm -hmm. be it you can your first love can be your last love. You know, like yeah. the person you spend the rest of your life with. Mm -hmm. But in her mind, she is also not looking beyond the relationship and also the fact that she has like 20 hundred abilities. So <laughs> she has 20 hundred abilities mm -hmm. and, and you're like, you're equal to him. And I was like, no, you're not. You're so the writers bad. wrote you to be like, whatever. Now yes. I do. I do think that if he, <laughs> if he was able to project his abilities, like shoot him with his hands, mm. he could just kill somebody. <laughs> he would just like one hit. It like, you know, if that, that might increase his, his abilities, but I think it's just so it's just this whole game that she's talking to is that she's accepted. You know, mm -hmm. she's, she's accepted this, you know, that he is the only one and everything about him is so special and this and that. And this so it's just, it's just weird, but he's just like, I don't know what the fuck can do. So after the conversation, um, so we go back to I so still the guy's name is because we don't know the guy's name yet, mm -hmm. the pizza the guy in Diana, him. and the pizza guy takes her to like this abandoned office. Um, which looks like this. It looks like it was just a bunch of people got laid off, and they just said, "Fuck it, I'm just yeah. left all the there," um, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Well, this is where I got the you know the order from," and he decides to leave while she investigates. <laughs> and Josh appears again while he's um, while she's looking around. And I I'm trying to think if this is a conversation where he says. Did I force you into this life? Because you seem very different than where you were before. Like some of the conversations yeah, yeah, her and okay, yeah. The father, the Tom, Tom and his dad conversations stand out to me more so than hers. And yeah. not saying that she had less to deal with, but I think they, they were just a little bit more effective to me. So yeah. once again. You know, she's like, no, I didn't leave this. He's, he's like, you even carry a gun. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, okay. okay. Uh, so, like, so, yeah, so once she stopped dating you, she was just like, you know what? Let me just, you know, get a gun. But, but also, it's been 11 years. So, like, who right. knows over 11 years what has made that change for her? She also right. has a child. Like, you didn't mention Maya at all. Like, right. Well, he didn't see her. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right about that. But yeah, he should but he should have seen her because he was he was just in her mind. Yeah. Um yeah, that's weird that he jumped to the gun first before he jumped to the child. Um so right after that we we see Tom talking to his dad. Um his dad is and they're now at uh the lady's house. Um mm -hmm. Naomi Bonderman. So he went over there to see if he could kind of get some information about the people who came to the dinner because they they kind of figured whoever was at dinner that dinner knew about what happened, mm -hmm. you know, and then came back and stole the herbs. Mm -hmm. So while they're in the backyard, dad is his dad is once again trying to connect with Tom, and he asked him, he's like, "Why didn't you, you know, come to see me when when I died?" 
And Tom doesn't answer at that point. Is that I don't think he answered. Does he answer the no, question at this point? No, okay, so the old lady pops back up. Gotcha. So she pops back up. You know, says, Hey, do you want some sweet tea? And in my mind, what? it was like, did, no. did you keep your gloves? Exactly. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, this is such a weird. I feel like the writers were not paying attention to little because there's no way I'm I'm taking it, and not even because I think you're evil, but like you're an old lady with these very omega level abilities now. Right. Um, I didn't. This was weird to me. This this whole scene. Um, I okay. Well, no, it wasn't really weird, but for me, I always felt like. When she described that fried chicken night with her family, yeah. I don't know why in my head I have this idea of like knives out and clue. Like this <laughs> huge white family that are just like, I can't get that out of my head. And I've been trying to, I'm like, no, then maybe they just sat down. Oh, but man. when she said it was interesting, I was like, no, I feel like this white family sat down and ate that chicken and like all of their family secrets just like popped up. And they had to deal with him. And yeah. maybe grandson got out before it was too late, but I just put your knives out. No, you said no, you but did you said clue? And it's been a yeah. minute since I've seen that. I am yeah. um, yes. uh the part there are there's several things like what is it? I've just seen your telegram, boom, and then shoots <laughs> the door. And, and then the whole no. like choose your own adventure endings of it. Yeah, um, oh. Yeah, man, that's I, I might have to watch that again because it was of it. Yeah. that shit was so good. Um, and it was weird as a kid. I was just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> this yep. is yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that that would have been great if it had been like a clue like situation. Everybody's all eclectic eating this fried chicken, and then they start it's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Um, so then Tom sees uh, two pictures or portraits on her like. I think it's like a um, table or, you know, just a, a picture of the family, a fireplace. And that's when he sees a picture of the pizza delivery guy whose his name is Randy. And apparently that's her grandson. So, and the uh, thing that, the thing that I love is that he says, <laughs> he said, doesn't he deliver pizza? And then she says, he's still trying to find himself. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, it's, it's, see, I was worried when he, when he kept making a big deal about the grandson, I was like, Nigga, relax. She's going to call and give him a heads up. But then she <laughs> right. said, what you said, she said, yeah, he's still, you know, figuring this shit out. I was like, no, nah, she ain't calling this. <laughs> she ain't calling him. No. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. But um, so the um, so Tom and Diana, um, they go, they they find his, they get his address. Uh, they're at his house, which it, to me, because when they look outside, there's a window. Um, I just want to go to Vancouver just to look at the houses. Yeah. And some of the places where they film these 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 scenes at are just really nice. Mm -hmm. But they try to make his house look dirty right. and junky. And then you look out the window, and it's just like so damn nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like even indoors, um, like they yeah. put a sheet on a window. Girl, so <laughs> what? Like this, this big ass house, exactly. and he living here off of deliveries. Yeah, right. he's exactly. doing okay. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's why I was like I was confused because he was like he's still trying to find himself and I'm just like but this dude looked like he got like three bedrooms yes. by himself. Yes. Um making cookies. And so Josh uh Josh pops up back up to talk to Diana and says <clears throat> they get to the finally the heart of you know the heart of the matter. He says, Why haven't you had a serious relationship since you know we parted ways? And he 
he basically brings up that he, she has issues of commitment as a result of what they dealt with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so then that causes her to start thinking. So we see Tom, he finds the pans where the cookies were made and, or in the, in the kitchen. Yeah. And then his dad, once again, asks him why he didn't visit the hospital. And then Tom says he, um, I think he gives an official story mm -hmm. about being on the case uh, by the time he could get back to Seattle to, um, you know, see his dad. Uh, it was too late. He had already passed away. Mm -hmm. And he, I think, I think this is where he also mentions that he, he's like, that's what he says. He's like, that was a cover story. Yeah. And Tom was like, I didn't think that you wanted me there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that's like a big revelation. Um, and then they find out from, you know, looking, uh, Diana comes into the room and then has found a flyer for a food fair that the guy is going to go to. Like, <laughs> what is, yeah. Yeah, he finds, it, it was kind of like, okay, I mean, I guess we're getting to the end of the episode now. Mm -hmm. But um, she finds, he's like, we got to go to the food fair. And um, there's, any thoughts about, like, the scenes with Josh and the dad or? None. Like, I, this felt like act three. I'll say that. It's yeah. so like, and it's not even a bad thing, but it was like, right. okay. Right. We got to shit pulled. up, B. Right. That's exactly what it felt like. So, right. hmm. So, um, Tom, they, they get to the food fair, and uh, the Seattle food fair. It's sweet and spicy, Seattle. It's sweet and spicy. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> It's it looks like the most generic setup. Yes. Like they just like set these booths up with just food that they picked up from around the craft services mm -hmm. and gave them. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I love though is that when they show this guy at his booth, he's just sending out cookies and smiling. He's smiling. <laughs> he seems off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he does not seem like like if we're watching uh, Law and Order, yeah. where when they find a person, like he's about to drug, you know, I don't know, whatever. If we're watching like Twenty Four Law and Order, they get to the bad guy and they yeah. look like very mean. Like he is yeah. just sitting there putting out cookies and smiling. Yeah. He's like, "This gonna be a good day." Right. And <laughs> and so Tom uh, chases him, and uh, this is the action scene for the episode, and uh -huh. he ta tackles him, uh, fucks up somebody's stand. Right, and then, and then when they stand up, uh, the guy he looks kind of smart, but he's still smiling. Yeah, and then they, I don't know what they say to him, but he was like, "It's too late," and yeah. it's just like, "Did this turn into the Flash?" And he's just like, and you turn around and you see all these people just eating cookies. And in mm. my mind, I thought the scene was going to devolve into people running around, yeah, you know, talking. Um, but then the next scene is the paramedics are there and everybody's calm. It's just like, what yeah, the hell? That's not <laughs> but like you said, they were trying to wrap things up. I mean, anything on the arrest, actually, no, let me, before we get to that, let me do their whole reasoning. So as they're putting him into the car, he's like, he's like, I did this for, he's like, I did this for the enlightenment. And they were like, what? He's he's like you know I just want people to not deal, he's like deal with their stuff you know yeah. and, and then they, and then he says you know Tom says so why did you why did you drug us and he was like you were the ones that saved my grandmother you know with the whole promyosin inhibitor he's like I wanted to enlighten you and he just looks so like what is the um, earnest he's mm -hmm. so 
Ernest mm-hmm. and then loaded him into the police car. Like he doesn't realize what he did. Yeah. Like he says, and, and even even the people that killed themselves, doesn't he talk shit about them? I he, mean, he says something like they weren't able to handle it or something. Yeah. Like, it was a weird it was scene. <laughs> yeah. it was weird. I mean, a weird way to wrap this up. What were your thoughts, man? <laughs> I, I, that ending made me mad at the episode because I was like, <laughs> this should have been two parts then. Like, we should have got more of him. Like, if he was just like, fuck it, I want to watch the world burn, that would have made more sense because this this left me with more questions. I'm like, why are you like... like and then, okay, you saved my grandma. Yeah, but like, like what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> like, you have to, you can't be so privileged that you don't know people have, like, traumas. Mm-hmm. So like, what happened that night at the fried chicken night, that you're like, oh, this is this, this is a good idea. Like, <laughs> this was, like he, I don't know, man. I was like, this is some shit. This motherfucker is. <laughs> and it may be appreciated though, even though it was like it was out of left field. Because in my mind, I thought somebody was like trying to attack the two of them. But mm-hmm. when they, once again, because I don't remember these episodes, especially like these smaller episodes. Yeah. When he gave that reason, I paused it and just started laughing. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he was like, this is a favor. And once again, he talked shit about the people who killed themselves. Like, it was it was weird. Like, I hope he pops back up. Because, yes, with his grandma's cookies. (laughs) But then I'm also like, you also sold these drugs to this uh, <laughs> high school jacket yes. guy. What? Because what of the you? enlightenment. No, fam. Not if you also making money. Like at the food fair, yeah, because I can give them away for free. But you selling this shit as a drug too? No. Yeah. No. This no. man This man was a cult leader. He, right. was a, he was a guru. He was a pizza delivery man. Oh, my and God. And he was... um. Uh, and he was a drug kingpin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Out of that four bedroom apartment or house. Exactly. He was like, I got to pay for this shit somehow. Hey. <laughs> I'm Enlightenment. That was weird, man. Um, sh- shout out to that actor. Yeah. Um, so Jarvis is there. And. Um, <laughs> and that was it. That was this was a part where I was just like, nobody else was fucking investigating this. No thing. one. No one. <laughs> She had a full face of makeup like she was on a date. <laughs> I'm like, man, what are you? You ain't gonna say, damn, y'all. You always fucking up. Like, oh, now you can take your actual. <laughs> like, was this reverse psychology? Just let them work the case. Like, I, mean, I hate Jarvis, man. They showed. I mean, they showed you that uh, they can essentially work when they strung out. Hey, which um, I'm not gonna show you that. You ain't gonna overwork me. Right. I'm take those mm-hmm. weeks. You <laughs> take those two take weeks. Your PTO. PTO. <laughs> so. um... Sean and uh, Richard, and you know, Sean says Sean and Richard are trying to figure out what to do with Isabel, and Sean says something like, um, "I don't." I think Richard says something like, "I don't know what to do," or what? What? He doesn't believe that's what it is because this is the first time Richard, I think, is hearing the whole thing about her being the, um, you know, the end game, you know, for every everybody, and then you know when he's like, "I can't believe it," Sean's like, "I can heal people. You can move stuff with your mind." We live in a crazy world. It's like this shit is possible. So, um, you know, and Richard is like, that's my daughter we're talking about. Mm. And I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, like, you can make another one. Right. <laughs> I hate it for you. So then we go to Marco and Diana. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I guess Maya is just in the bedroom <laughs> for the night. Locked in her room. <laughs> yeah. little room. And Marco brought, he's brought over some food. And she said something like, don't be nice don't to be me. Not, yeah, that's exactly what she says. Yeah. And. Which is weird. So in my mind, so that so at that point, um, she before she goes in to have a conversation with Marco, uh, Josh disappeared. Like he, you know, she she Marco coming over. I guess is her kind of either telling him that this is serious or we're about to break up mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't, or maybe she's about to kind of open herself up to him. So I'm I'm hoping that's it. But whatever whatever the resolution is, uh, Josh disappears. You know, yeah. so that's that's kind of their thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so with Tom and his dad back at this lonely ass house, yeah. Um, I put Brian Dennehy's uh, sad face because he, he passed away last year. Oh, so, okay. yeah. So um, Tom says he, he tells a true reason for why he missed the flight. Um, he said he missed the flight for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he didn't want to, he just didn't know how to deal with it and didn't want to deal with it or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, and he says, his father says something, which is, this shit got me. He's like, the clock just ran out on us. And I was yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> My heart. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I just, um, I hated that because you could apply that to any. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. I just, like, that, that kind of fucked me up a little bit. But, um, yes. yeah. And so Tom is like, well, you're in my head, so you just want to chill for dinner? <laughs> He's yeah. like, you want to hang out? And he yeah. says, I never liked eating alone. And because, you know, his dad was like, I, you know, this is it. You know, yeah. like, we, we resolved what you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, I can't shake your hand. You know, that's not how this works. And he was yeah. about to like walk off into the darkness of the house. But, um, Tom was like, <laughs> because like he's walking towards the door, like he yeah. can't open the door. Like, right. In my mind, he was just going to walk into a dark shadow and yeah. disappear. Um, but no, and then Sean, you know, Tom is like, just come in and chill, you know, mm-hmm. because it'll it'll be over soon. Um, but you know, let's just you know make it last. But also, and this is oh, um, no finish with you about to say. He still has the basket of cookies. You can see him again if you want yep. to. Like you can just eat the cookies, yeah. keep them fresh, so that you know, like yep. you had a lot of cookies, nigga. So. Yep. <laughs> Diana, uh, fake Diana told you not to eat them before dinner. So, hey. Mm. And the big thing with this is, I wish this is where the episode had ended. Yes, um, please. God. But then we get this shit. Um, so we see Isabel, Sean walk into the room with Isabel asleep. And then Sean tries to kill Isabel with his uh, life draining abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, this is where the budget went for the special effects of this episode. Yeah, because her face gets ashy white or very ashen or dead like. Yeah. Um, and then in my mind, she said, "Fuck that," and opens mm-hmm. her eyes up, and all the melanin comes back. Yeah. And uh, she's just like, "Well, you tried it," and uh, I guess we're getting married. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I loved it. I want him to suffer. I loved it. I loved it. Yes, make this and, nigga suffer. And so, but the look that he has on his face, yeah, is priceless. Like they do, like the slow motion hold on his face, mm-hmm. and he just looks like I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I don't know what to do. So, and um, 
And then that's how the episode ends. <laughs> like, why don't you just chop her head off? Like, I don't want to see that. But, like, really? Nigga, you trying to use your powers on her? A motherfucker who... Man, I don't know. She was just a baby three months ago. I'm not yeah. using powers on her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I loved it, though. I like that yeah. she got his ass in a fucking headlock. Like, he yeah. is... I, why wouldn't you marry her? Like after she explained why I'm going so hard for this wedding, yeah. I feel like she's even fine with y'all not being together as long as she has a connection to, which is a tall order. But you decided right. to be, you know, the face of the 4400. Mm-hmm. You got to do what needs to be done, right? Yeah. Mm. It um, it was it was it was crazy. Uh, the you know I thought for the emotional beat. Like it should have ended with her, him, and his dad. But I know for like to get people to come back the next week, you know, the cliffhanger, yeah, that type of deal. They were just like, "Oh shit, Sean tried to kill her. What's gonna happen next week?" Um, so that's that. But um, so let's do. Uh, who's your favorite character from the episode? I want to say Tom's dad. It's between actually Tom's dad and the granny. It's between them two because she. They both, like, she fucked everything up, but was yeah. just like, you know, I'm a granny. I have gloves on. So it's honestly between Tom's dad and the granny. Okay. Uh, so for me, it's, it actually is a toss-up between Tom's dad and, I'm going to give it to her, Isabel. Hmm. Um, because I think she brought it for what they wanted her to, like, there's no half-stepping now. She's, like, not doing the kidsy you know, the little kid thing, you know, mm-hmm. childlike way of thinking. In a way, she is, I guess you could say. But, I mean, they're doubling down on her being <laughs> about this life. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is the antagonist you're giving us, then mm-hmm. yeah, let's roll with it. Um, but between, um, I think I said, was it Tom's dad? Yeah, Tom's dad yeah. and Isabel. So yeah. Um, yeah. how about your least favorite? Mm. Um, Sean, ugly ass. He says Sean. <laughs> um, even though I don't want to say that, I actually probably would have. I was about to say Randy because if his like crazy, but I just appreciated that so much. He's like semi. He's like my semi favorite. So my least favorite of this episode was um, man, it might actually have to be Sean. Yeah, because he sucks. Um, yeah, it might have to be Sean. There was like. Yeah, there was not much kind of going on there. Um, and what was your favorite moment? Shit, I don't know. So many, hell. The whole fucking opening, the ending. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I think that last scene mm-hmm. between Tom and his dad. Yeah. Um, and even better than the one between Diana and Josh, because it was like, what the fuck? You gonna break up with Marco? Cool. Like that doesn't mean any- like y'all wasn't right. as serious. I didn't take y'all serious to begin with. But um I think for this character to be brand new this one time, this episode, mm-hmm. and yeah. we have mentioned him before, but to see the evolution, like them deal, I think I think that last final scene where he was like, Man, just come come eat with me. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. was it. And I uh, actually the same scene for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, it hit some personal spots, which uh, yeah. wasn't. I still, I'm still thinking about it, which really mm-hmm. kind of because I was. Yeah, I, I wasn't there for my dad. 
when he passed. Mm -hmm. um, but I did. I was able to have a couple of days before he did um, okay. a moment. Me and me and my wife. Mm -hmm. And because um, at that part, he he couldn't really talk, okay. but he um, but we heard him say, you know, I love you. I'm proud of you. Mm. And that shit fucked me up. But yeah. So in order to, uh, so that's kind of so. So in order to understand, that's why I kind of give that as a backdrop for mm -hmm. the episode as a whole. But then also that scene in particular, because um, you know, to not have that chance to sometimes have that final moment mm -hmm. um, is rough. You know, for yeah. I know for folks, but um, yeah, this was this that was my favorite scene. And like I said, I did not think that this episode was going to hit as hard as it, hey. especially for like a filler. Right, yeah. right. This was, yeah. this was shit. So, so um, yeah. Um, what's what's the rating out of uh, out of ten uh, blink ten, cookies? Blink cookies. <laughs> <laughs> ten blink cookies. You, uh, you want those blinks? Hey, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Get a pack of them blinks. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it an eight. Oh, I'm gonna give, give it an eight. I give it an eight point five. So yeah, yeah. they in the range. They did that. They did. Yeah. I, honestly, yeah. Because even the stuff that didn't hit, I think all the stuff that did did so mm -hmm. well that I could excuse that stuff. Yeah. And Isabel was strong. I think most of the episode. And yeah, yeah. I, it's it's almost a ten. You know. Um, and if they had um, made Randy even more weirder, <laughs> like when the interrogation scene, this shit would have been a nine. Yo. Like I, I don't like I like antagonists who are just like. They're just so out there. <laughs> They've done some evil shit. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, no, nah, I was just trying to help everybody. Yeah. Especially y'all. Y'all helped my grandma. Yeah. They were like, well, what about them three motherfuckers who died? He was like, well, you, hey, cookie yeah. never crumbles the best <laughs> way, right? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah! Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, like, been a yeah. yeah, I needed his ass to be even more weird. Yeah, because that was that was unexpected. He was like, I did not expect that shit. Yeah, it really was. Oh my god! Damn, yeah. Randy was really good, man. Yeah, he Randy was. was cool. Randy was god. delivering cookies. Hey. His grandmother said that um <laughs> he's still finding himself. Hey, Randy became a drug dealer, bro. He, he did became, a lot. A motivational speaker guru, he profit. Oh, yeah, like you said, cult leader to all that. Yeah, and a killer. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and a killer ain't even the biggest issue out of the shit that he is. Like, <laughs> right. oh my god, yeah. So I, I liked it. I liked it. I do hope we get Randy back. Like, that would be great. And he ain't even his granny is the forty four. He's right. not even the forty four hundred. I would think to put him in like the forty four hundred prison. So when they have like that Arkham Asylum breakout. Yes. Randy is just like, where the cookies? There's <laughs> <laughs> some cookies and some chicken. Chicken yeah, cookies. Right, right. Because I was thinking, like, I get I get baking, but, like, mm -hmm. you're baking a sweet, I like, herbs, is that not savory? Like, you don't put... Exactly. You don't put herbs in cookies. Like, maybe salt, maybe salt, pepper, maybe, but, like... No. But I, but I don't, you know, I don't bake, but <laughs> goddamn, like, fennel seeds and shit, like, what do you... Yeah. Randy taught himself to cook. <laughs> he ground the shit out of them vegetables. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. This was I'm satisfied. This was a really yeah, good same episode. Here. Well, you know, uh, listeners, let us know what y'all think about this episode. Please, if you ain't watched it. I hope that this episode of 
a light in the sky has convinced you to at least check out this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Robert, let these folks know where they can find you and support you. And yeah, yeah, and you can find me. Uh, web's personal website is robertkjeffrey.com, robertkjeffrey.com, and also visit us at blacksci-fi.com, uh, blacksci-fi.com, and we have. This is the type of stuff that we talk about, you know, as far as, you know, from the perspective of black folks, you know, with sci-fi <laughs> fantasy and yeah. all this good stuff. So uh, definitely go and check out both of those websites. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And those links will be in the show notes. And of course, check me out at uh, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. And, you know, more episodes in the feed on 4400 mm-hmm. and, you know, wrap up for that 4400 reboot. Get ready yep. to Talk your shit with us. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah. So um, <laughs> thanks, y'all. Until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And uh, grandmas out there, if you <laughs> happen to have a fried chicken night and one of your grandsons <laughs> disappears, please report him. Because goddamn, <laughs> that thing is going to cause some trouble. No. Uh, <laughs> shit. That's it. No. That's crazy.